This is a special presentation powered by 10Bound. Pipeline planning. How to set your pipeline goals with Joseph Lee, Vice President of Marketing at People AI. This is an audio recording from the live talk that Joseph Lee gave at the Sales Development Conference hosted by 10Bound in October of 2021. In this talk, Joseph goes over the details of properly planning your pipeline. He covers everything from predictable formulas to personal experience. If you enjoy this special presentation, head over to 10bound.com. But for now, enjoy Pipeline Planning, How to Set Your Pipeline Goals with Joseph Lee, VP of Marketing at PeopleAI. Hello, everyone. My name is Joe. I'm the VP of Growth Marketing at PeopleAI, where we are building what we believe is the best revenue operations and intelligence platform. I lead our growth marketing team, which includes demand gen, sales development, and most recently, our user acquisition uh, uh, practice for um, our PLG product. I've been doing demand gen uh, type work for the last almost 15 years of my career. I've led sales development teams and built sales development teams at two of my jobs. And currently, I'm building out the sales development team at PeopleAI, where in the last year, we've gone from about two uh, BDRs when I started, and we're about to expand to 14 uh, by the end of the year. So it's been a really exciting time of growth and, uh, and, and just building for us. And it all starts with what I'm going to be talking about today. What we're going to spend the next 20, 30 minutes talking about is math. And I know the moment I say math, Algebra, you know, your, 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 your eyes glaze over, you start thinking back to college calculus, and, and, and this is probably what you're thinking you're about to get in the next 30 minutes. I'm hoping to make it a little bit simpler than this. So when I talk about business algebra, what am I really talking about? I'm not going to give you an equation or anything like that, but really what I'm talking about is all the variables that go into hitting your goals and understanding how your goals ultimately impacts business revenue. This is going to look different for all of us. We all work in different companies, B2B, B2C. You know, some of us are selling you know, $500,000, $1 million uh, deals. Maybe others of us are selling $10,000 deals. Some of us might have a, a big inbound machine. Others might be enterprise-focused and, and, and primarily focused on outbound. So all this is going to look a little bit different for us. But when, when I, whenever I'm talking about pipeline planning, business algebra, what I'm really talking about is do you understand all the variables, all the levers, all the actions, all the activities, all the MQLs and the downloads that go into hitting what I'm guessing most of us probably goal ourselves on is our pipeline goals? And do I understand how that pipeline contributes to, the, uh, to, the, to business revenue, to ultimately what your CFO is looking at as they evaluate your performance? And another way to put it is, do I understand all the activities that leads a pipeline? And do I understand how the pipeline I generate or I influence actually impacts revenue? Why is this important? Ultimately, it demonstrates command of your business. Few, few jobs ago, two, two things kind of happened at the same time that kind of sucked for me. One, my boss decided to leave. And then the other, we hired our first C, uh, CFO. So that dynamic, if, you, if, that, if that doesn't scare you, it probably should. Because all of a sudden, I thought, man, the last two years of work I did is going to come into question, and I've lost my biggest executive champion. And then a few days later, you know, after this all happens, I get a, a meeting in my calendar from the CFO saying, want to understand your business, uh, come, come prepare to chat. 
I'm like, ah, crap. So I, I go and I, I, I pull up a bunch of slides. This is one of them that he particularly liked. And, and it, it, you know, it, it broke down all the different channels I managed, inbound, outbound, uh, uh, field, uh, you know, ads. And it, 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 from the very beginning, I said, all right, an engagement is kind of like a, a click or a, a download. It said, from the very first click, I have command of my business all the way through revenue. And I could basically tell you for every dollar you've put into this channel, how much revenue you, you can expect. In other words, I dazzled him with data. Any EDC fans? If you are, you probably shouldn't be here today because um, it was just this past weekend, right? Like there's this moment when you go to these shows and it's like, like so dazzling and you kind of just forget what it is you're talking about. And, and, and when we talk about command of the business, I not command a message or whatever else you want. When, you, when we talk about command of your business, when you're, you're, on, the, when you're on the line, when your CFO is, is, is digging in and saying, oh, is there some fat to cut here? Are you able to show the business algebra to, to basically say, oh, yeah, this, guy know, this, this person, this woman knows what they're doing? Next, business algebra is important because it provides quantifiable leverage to ask for more re uh, resources. So, the the so now CFO said, okay, Joe knows what he's doing. If I gave you a dollar, what can I expect in return? And this is where the math comes and uh, somehow we'll figure out a way to get you these slides you could kind of dig in. But, but I, I basically showed him this and I said, look, we, we all know we have an S, I have an SQO goal, a sales qualified opportunity goal, a pipeline goal, whatever it is you call it. Uh, I can work up line by line, right? How many SQLs the, 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 the sales development team needs to uh, qualify? How many MQLs the marketing team needs to deliver? And all the way up to the number of engagements on all my different channels. That, uh, that, that need to be made by our, our, our target list to lead to those SQO goals. And right now, we're at about what, $47 per engagement. So you know, to hit some of these goals, I'm, I'm going to need a budget of uh, $306,000. Right? Think about a lot of your budget conversations, maybe especially earlier in your career, how did they go? It's like, oh, my team's tired. I need another headcount. Or, oh, you know, like uh, ads are working really well. Give me another $100,000 for ads. Our CFOs don't typically respond to requests like that. Right? This is why business algebra is important. Finally, it validates your goal. It maps out how you will reach it. Now, for, for a lot of us, especially early in, in, earlier in our career, like, how, how does your manager or your VP or your CRO give you your goal? Well, they kind of look at you and, and, and they go, one million dollars. And, and, and this is a really funny moment in the movie. And, and I don't know, some of you guys might not have even watched this, but why is this such a ridiculous moment in the movie? Because this is in the what, early 2000s or late 90s. And by this time, one million dollars is like nothing. Well, I mean, it's a lot, but it's, 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 it's not this crazy, maniacal, like, you know, you should probably be saying one billion dollars. And I think a lot of times when goals are given to us, it's kind of like that. We have no idea what actually went into that revenue target, that pipeline goal. And as, as leaders, we, because we don't know how to calculate what it should be, we just accept it. So what's the equation to success? So I gave you the why, 
told you why you should pay attention to me right now. Hopefully wake up, get your coffee. So what's the actual equation to success? Well, this might seem simple, but it all starts with revenue. And what, what I mean by that is it all starts with understanding what your, what, are, what your company's revenue target is and what slice of the pie you, you kind of in, influence in the midst of that. So let's, let's make up a company. You know, I didn't realize when I was writing this talk, the hardest thing to do would be make up a company and build, rebuild all my pipeline models to have fake data. That was actually the longest time. So let's, let's make up a company. I made up an ARR target that, you know, like, let's say our goal this year is to generate $14 million as a company. And probably there's some negotiation that's happening between you and the CRO or the CFO or the CEO or, or your, your boss that says, what, what part of that pie do I own? So for us uh, at PeopleAI, I signed up because I was just building the team for 33% of, of the pie. We're going to model today based on 40% of net business ARR target. And so, so understand this. And for some of you, you might say, well, I don't really touch this. I, I'm just given a number. At least understand how this number came to be. Ask the card questions. Why? Why is 14 million the, the revenue target for the company? Is it, is, is it a board-given number to, to hit a certain multiple so that, uh, you know, that, that, that you could exit at a certain valuation, right? Like understanding all these mechanics at the revenue level is going to really help you understand, one, are you resourced correctly? Is your, is your goal realistic? And, and two, is, frankly, is it, is it a company worth sticking by, right? Secondly, calculate pipeline goal. And this is kind of the initial title of my talk. But do it correctly. I, you know, I've been doing this probably for as long as demand gen was a, a big thing. And I cannot believe how few ops people actually know how to calculate a pipeline goal. It's unbelievable to me. I would say four out of five ops people I meet, sales ops, rev ops, marketing ops, whoever, whatever your partner is. And if, if you're here, you know. Love you guys. You guys are awesome. But this is one thing where I'm always shocked. What, what's this pipeline model is, is really wonky. And, and this is why. How most sales ops people, or honestly, sales leaders I've, I've encountered, calculate their pipeline goals. They, they basically look at their gross ARR target. So for Acme Corp is $14 million. And they break that down. All right, you know, we're, grow, we're a high growth company. So for Q1, we're going to do $2 million. For Q2, we're going to do $3 million. And they say, what's our coverage needed to succeed. So yeah, industry best, 33% win rate. So if I, if I enter Q1 with $6 million of pipe coverage, we're going to hit our goal. And so for Q1, mark, you know, marketing sales development uh, team, your goal is to generate $6 million of pipeline. It's funny where, ah, I shouldn't tell the story. But so many folks, probably a lot of us in the room, this is exactly how you calculate your pipeline goals, and it's wrong. Why is it wrong? Just really simply think about it. When deal cycles are longer than a quarter, which I'm guessing most of us in B2B are, the pipeline you generate today won't impact your ARR goal this quarter. Fundamentally, if you understand this about pipeline setting, you're, you're one step ahead of the curve of a lot of your ops partners, at least in my experience. So how do we actually calculate pipeline goals? Well, there's a lot of variables to consider, and this is why it's such a 
complicated uh, exercise, and I'm not going to actually be able to like walk through each of these with you. And, and if, if you want to schedule a Zoom call with me, very happy to do that. But, but here are some of the variables to consider. Pipeline coverage target, which is which you know, we, we've talked about in the lab. That's, that's basically how much pipeline you need to enter a quarter. And it's typically calculated by your win rate. So if you, if you're, you have a win rate of 33% from qualified pipeline, uh, uh, you, you need to enter the quarter at 3x because a third of that pipeline is going to actually close, right? If you want to give yourself a little bit of buffer, you might want to try to enter the quarter at 3.5x, right? That kind of gives you a baseline for, uh, you know, how much pipeline you need to enter the quarter. Now, now then, you need to calculate, all right, my quarter is coming up. Let's look at Q1. I need 3x coverage. How much pipeline do I need to generate from now until Q1 to enter the quarter in 3x coverage? And, and, and now all the variables come into play. So deal cycle. If you have a three-month deal cycle, well, the pipeline I generate today is going to close in three to four months. Right? So, so I need to generate pipeline for my target. Three to, if you have a one-year deal cycle, that makes the model a lot more complicated because the pipeline I generate today is going to impact my goal a year from now. Then you have average selling price, right? And that's going to, you know, change, you know, as the model gets more complex by segment and geo and all those things. Uh, you have attribution targets. So this is dividing up the pie. All right, marketing, you take this. Sales development, you take this. Uh, sales, you take this. Partnerships, you take this, right? Then you also need to build in current open pipe. What I mean by that is, let's say I need to enter next quarter uh, with, $3 million of coverage, but I, I already have $1 million of open pipe that's scheduled to close in Q1. So actually, my pipeline goal now becomes $2 million. Does that make sense? I know I'm going through a lot of math very quickly. We'll try to get this deck in your hands. Then there's like, so this is like the basics, I think, of a, a basic pipeline model, right? New startup, single product shop, one segment. You're just starting to build things out. Like these are the variables, I think, that go into a, a simple pipeline model. Then your, your org starts to grow. It gets more complex. You start having upsell deals. You start having a, a segmented sales team with mid-market enterprise strat. Now you need to start getting different tracks in your pipeline model. You might have different product lines, right? Some might have a three-month uh, deal cycle. Others might have a nine-month deal cycle. And now you can start to see the model gets more complicated. You can start to see why a lot of times, especially in, start, in startup land, a lot of young ops leaders have no idea how to start building this. And you can start to see why it's so important for us as emerging revenue leaders to really understand how to build pipeline models. And then finally, there's like advanced stuff where it's like waiting by opportunity stage. And, and I'm, I'm not even there yet. I think Pete, Pete, Pete knows something about this, so you could go bug him if, uh, if you want to know more. So let's start calculating a pipeline model for Acme Corp. We start with our ARR target, always start with the revenue. We uh, have a 33% win rate, so uh, you know, uh, you know, we have our coverage goals. Um, to get from coverage goals to pipeline generation goals, we're looking at coverage Average deal cycle one quarter out. So the pipeline I generate today needs to close a quarter from now. And I've built in push into the model. Push is basically if I have pipeline that's supposed to close next quarter, typically 15% of that gets pushed out the quarter. 
10% of that gets pushed out two quarters, 5% of that gets pushed out three quarters. Made those numbers up. It's going to look different for all of your organizations. But this is going to start giving us now an actual pipeline generation goal that's going to help you predictably uh, understand what you need to generate today to be successful tomorrow. One thing you should always check out is your pipeline generation goal should typically, especially for a high growth company, be a lot higher than your pipe coverage goal. Right? Because again, you're, you're generating a pipeline today that you need to close a quarter, two, three quarters from now. And so this is a really easy way to check in your own org. How, how, how has my ops team calculated my goal? Well, ask two questions. Hey, what's our, what's our coverage goal for the year? Or, you know, how much coverage do we need this year to, to get to our goal? Like most ops people know how to figure that out. Is that higher or lower than the amount of pipeline you need to generate this year? Probably should be lower. And then as you think about your own org, whether you represent marketing or sales development or, or, or as a certain team in, in, in sales, you, you, you start look, looking at other variables like deal type, you know, whether it's new business or upsell, what, what, what you're signing up for, what's your contribution. You know, so I, for this model, I said 40% of new business. The segment you represent, so, so we, build, we, we segment out our model to, to enterprise and mid-market. And then finally, the ASPs because that's gonna kind of give you an average for, for especially those of us in sales development, how many SQOs do I need to generate? Right? And, 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 and that's gonna be some kind of combined enterprise pipeline, it's gonna be 10 SQOs and mid-market pipeline is gonna be 50 SQOs, right? So again, this is a lot, but you can study it. So, and I have a gift for you all. I actually zeroed out my, my model template that I've built over the years with, with various ops leaders. There's a link in this deck if you get it. If you need it, email me. Uh, it's definitely not built for you just to plug and play, but all the equations and stuff. So if you really want to study what I'm talking about, there's a, a, a Google Sheet that I'm happy to send you. So now that we have our pipeline goals, we start modeling the activities that needed to succeed. So this is starting to answer the question, is this goal realistic? And do I have a, a, a step, right? As we think about 22 planning, do I have a path to hit my goal? It's all algebra. First, you break out your various demand funnels. And depending on probably how high you are in, in, uh, in the organization, you're going to have more, more demand funnels, right? So for me, uh, this is actually, I say Acme Corp, but this is basically what I own at, at People AI. There's an inbound funnel. Right? This is the MQL machine that's just you know, sending over hand raises to our SDR team. There's our product-led growth funnel. This is, uh, we, we have a, a freemium product uh, called People Glass, and, and we're, you know, we're trying to get free users. And at some point uh, in, in their usage of that product, they're going to keep product-qualified lead, and we send them over to the sales team to try to upsell. And then finally, there's kind of your, our BDR outbound funnel. Uh, you know, I think very ones of us are going to have different funnels in our, um, in our responsibility. And then you, you break it into the different segments, and, and, and it, literally you work your way up. Again, you start at the bottom. You start with revenue. And you start seeing, if you're in my position, based on historicals, where do I think I'm going to land you know, this year in terms of my three funnels. So I said, all right, I think my, my uh, inbound machine could probably take 25% of that. 
my PLG machine could probably take 25% of that. And, I'm, and my outbound machine is going to take 50% of that. And then I, I, I literally work my way up. And these are just, this is kind of like a worksheet, right? So you might start at 10, 10, and 80, and then, and then realize, wow, like that's way too much dependence on the outbound team. You, know, you might go at 33, 33, 33, and then you might realize, man, my inbound machine is not going to generate the, like, this is kind of the workshop version. And you just work your way up. You kind of uh, do the math. And if, if you need help doing the math, email me. And, and, and all of a sudden now you have like, all, all the metrics that you need to start generating this year try to meet your revenue goals. My marketing team needs to generate 15,000 contacts or leads. My PLG machine, my product needs to sign up 4,300 new users. And my SDR team needs to add 8,700 new, 8, new contacts and outreach sequences. And if they can successfully do that, I'm within reason of hitting my goal this year. You can start to do some analysis. So I, uh, the, the data here is all different, but this is actually the exact same conversion rates that I walked into this year. And so th these, these colors are exactly how I analyzed my machine. And when I looked at the machine, I basically saw, man, 15,000 inbound leads. I think last year we generated like five. I think there's high risk here. Right? Like I need a 3x the number of inbound leads that come in. There's high risk here. And the reason there's high risk is that MQL to S1 conversion is 2%. And, and, and you start to really understand your shop, where the risks are and where you need to invest. And so what I, the first thing I did in Q1 when I, when I did this analysis was I uh, worked on SDR SLA work. Because I'm like, we're sending them a lot of leads. They're not converting. So I, I trained them on outbound. Actually, Pete trained them on outbound, I should say. And, uh, and we really figured out our ops and that handoff so that we could increase that conversion rate. The other thing you can do is now you could start having really educated conversations with your CFO. Because now I can also go, all right, on average, my cost per lead is $60. My cost per new user into PLG is $100. So to hit these goals as they currently stand, I'm going to need, what, $1.3 million. Budget. Right, there's still going to be a lot of back and forth and debate, but at least you're coming, you're opening the conversation from an educated position. Finally, you got to utilize key metrics from the algebra to report success. And, this, and so you have the model, you have the budget. How do you continue to show value to the organization? Well, it all comes back again to the algebra. You know, I think one of the, the, the biggest things that I work with young leaders they get so lost in the right side of this, right? The activities, the meetings, the MQLs, whatever it is. And first and foremost, you should be concentrating on the North Star, the thing that you want to be known for within the organization. And finally, uh, you know, here's, here's a weekly active report. One of my uh, um, SDR managers sent basically to uh, my boss and I. On, on the left side, he has uh, accomplishments, calls and emails activities, and then he lists out all the S1s, the new opportunities that were generated. And uh, as, we, as we work together on this, um, you know, we, we turned it into more, all right, here's the, here's the accomplishments and the focuses. And we really focused in on the metrics that mattered from a week-to-week -week basis. What are the opportunities generated outbound and inbound? What is the pipeline generated? We call them NBMs, it's confusing. 
And then finally, activities. Right, so as you start thinking about your org and business algebra, it's gonna impact everything you do from a planning perspective all the way down to a day-to-day -day reporting up. So we'll end where we started. Why is business algebra important? Well, it demonstrates command of your business. It provides quantifiable leverage to ask for more resources. It validates goals and maps out how you'll reach it. I hope as I've shared a glimpse of how I do this process, that, that I come off as someone who has command of my business, who, who knows how to use numbers to get resources, and who can validate that, hey, I, I'm going to be successful next year with the goals given. And my hope is as we start digging into this together as a community, that we would all come off more this way. Cool. Well, I think I'm out of time. Um, shoot me an email, joe.lee at people.ai if, if, if you want access to anything. And uh, happy to share. So thank you so much. You've been a great audience.